0: What is up, my dear? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind Mind Project. I am so freaking hyped that you're here today because I have something really exciting to share with you. I have been wanting to do this for a while and starting on June 1st, it's finally going to happen. Okay. I have been wanting to create exclusive content for the diehard Kind Minder and now it's time. So, I'd like to introduce to you KMP plus. Essentially, this is going to be a subscription offer, $5 a month to receive exclusive Kind Mind content, and by that I mean exclusive interviews that are not available on the regular podcast, but also exclusive discounts on anything that I offer that is Kind Mind related. Um, You will be the first to know what's going on in the KMP. So if you feel like you need a little bit more kind mind in your life, and I'm talking at least two plus episodes a month, along with all of those exclusive offers that I just chatted with you about for $5 a month, my hope is that you check out the link in the show notes to sign up for KMP Plus. I am so excited to bring my true diehard Kind Mind subscribers into KMP Plus and share exclusive content with you. So check that out in the show notes and let's get into today's episode. So, I am sure that reading the title of today's episode is probably, maybe, a little bit alarming. Um, I don't intend it to, but before we jump into the juicy stuff, I do want to give a little bit of a trigger warning today. And I say that because whenever we are talking about something like self-harm, even if it is emotional self-harm, I want to warn the people listening that... You know, let's press play on an episode like this when we're in the headspace to hear it. Right. If you are someone that struggles with self-harm yourself, I want to make sure that you are in the space to hear today's message. Um, so a little trigger warning there. If you are assessing your situation right now and you're like, I, you know, this is something that I need to jump into today. Let's do it. I chose this topic in particular because I've been getting a few messages lately regarding self-sabotage and specifically some folks saying, you know, um, I I feel like I put myself in particular situations or sabotage myself because I believe to my core that that's what I deserve. And when I read that message, first of all, it felt like a freaking gut punch because I, I truly, truly care so deeply about how you are speaking to yourself. But I also had a bit of a gut punch because I relate to it to some degree. There was a season of my life where I was definitely sabotaging a lot of opportunities and situations because I believed that that is what I deserved. I know in the past we have talked a lot about core beliefs, and these core things that we believe about ourselves, and the ways that they show up in our daily life, and this is one of them. I had a a kind minder telling me that there are some situations where she is not being her authentic self, because she believes to her core that her authentic self is not worthy of being seen it's not worthy of being heard so she decides to be someone else I have a friend who has been sharing with me a lot that sometimes she confides in people that she knows are not able to give her the kind of support that she needs in that moment because she to her core believes that she doesn't deserve that kind of support So she seeks out the support that she believes she's worthy of. And so many of these things have have so many nuances to them, but I wanted to speak specifically today on the topic of emotional self-harm. Typically when you hear the word self-harm and with the line of work that I do, I get a very specific idea in my head. For the purposes of today, I want you... To kind of define for yourself emotional self-harm as being an action or a behavior that we know maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously, is going to harm us in the long run. It's going to harm us in the long run. So I have some examples of this today that I hope, one, start the conversation for you. And two, ask you to do some reflection on your own behaviors and their effect on you emotionally. Essentially, are our behaviors serving us in the way that we're hoping for, or are they encouraging negative core beliefs that we are actively seeking to change? The first of which that I I mentioned in the wonderful, incredible Honeyhead that sent me a message regarding this topic that does not deserve what she believes she deserves. But one of the topics that she brought up for me was this idea of pretending. Pretending in situations where her opinion does not match others, but she is going to match the opinions in the room for the sake of potentially fitting in, or not needing to be confrontational, but it's based in that belief that her opinion doesn't matter. So when you find yourself pretending and conforming to the opinions around you, maybe it is a silly situation that doesn't really matter, the outcome doesn't really matter, but maybe it's the big stuff. Maybe you are avoiding a confrontational conversation and you believe that your opinion isn't valid, that your opinion doesn't matter, so you start to pretend. I want you to think about how harmful that is to your voice and how that reinforces the belief that you have about your own worth. Now listen, as we go through these examples, I don't want it to feel like I'm dogging on you. Okay, I, you know that my hope for this podcast is that you and I sit down and have a real ass conversation. These examples that I bring up are are not things that only you experience. Right, we've all done this at one time or another, but we're starting this conversation because... The next time we do it, we're able to stop ourselves and say, wait, okay, is that reinforcing the negative core belief that I am actively seeking to change? Or is that reinforcing the core belief that I'm hoping to adopt in the future? Okay, dude, before I get too far into today's episode, I have to talk to you about a really freaking cool opportunity. My mentor and badass friend, Keisha Gitmiri, hosts an event every year called Empower Her Life. This year is going to be year two, and I want to see your booty in the room with me experiencing what I had the opportunity to experience last year. So Keish has done something really freaking cool for us honeyheads over here and she's given us a discount code for $50 off our admission. If you use code EMILY at checkout, you will get $50 off your ticket and you'll get in the room with me and Keish to grow the way that you are meant to grow. Go check it out. So is it gonna support the beliefs that we are trying to cultivate, right? These negative core beliefs that we have attached to our being right now have been around for a while. So it's gonna take some serious effort for us to be able to shift that in a different direction. So that's the first piece. Are we pretending in some way? I like to, to phrase it as are we hiding in plain sight as one of my incredible mentors has worded it previously. Or are we sharing with people who we know can't give us the kind of support that we need? Just like the other example that I mentioned previously, I have a friend who is actively going to people that she knows are not able to support her in the way that she needs rather than the friends in her life that she knows are going to call her out. Maybe the friends in her life like me or like you that are going to say, hey, no, you are not going to talk to my friend that way. That's not how this is going to work. We don't go to that friend because we know that we're going to get called out in the best way. But instead, because we believe that we are not worth the changing core belief, we go to someone that might not be able to support us in the way that we need. Maybe it's also you not asking for what you need right maybe maybe we believe that we don't even deserve to ask or that it's needy to ask that in itself my dear is emotional self-harm you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to get what you need now I recognize that I talk about this pretty harshly right and maybe harsh isn't even the right word but I talk about this pretty bluntly because at some point we're going to have to You not asking for what you need is asking for you to be disappointed, is asking for you to not feel fulfilled in your relationships. And I know that that's not what you want. The other thing that I think all of us probably can relate to is this idea of judging ourselves too harshly. How often do you do that? You can look at the product of something that you have created and judge every inch of it and yet look at the same product, the same result that someone else got to, and be like, oh my gosh, they're incredible. But how much are you harming yourself emotionally by doing that? You, I know you well enough to know that you are so willing to celebrate the people around you, to celebrate the accomplishments and strengths and all of their beautiful achievements and yet when you hit a milestone when you achieve something when you do something well or create anything at all you are immediately judging yourself far more harshly than you know you need to if you wouldn't judge a friend that harshly then here you are harming yourself emotionally reinforcing the negative core belief that you are actively seeking to change. This next one is really for my more emotionally avoidant folks. The folks that it's really difficult for them to feel and to feel fully. When those uncomfortable emotions come up, they often hide it with humor or they distract with other people's lives. Preoccupying yourself with other people's lives in order to ignore the emotions going on with yours. That in itself is emotional self-harm. This next one, I really don't know how we've gotten this far without talking about perfection. But if you are expecting things to be perfect, you are harming yourself emotionally. You know, sitting here chatting with me, regulated, driving to work, in the shower, whatever the heck you're doing, you know that nothing is ever going to be perfect. Nothing. You are not invincible to imperfection and neither am I. So expecting things to be perfect, again, is setting yourself up for disappointment, setting yourself up for for heartache and sadness, right? You are harming yourself emotionally because you are setting yourself up to be disappointed. This same person, however, might also allow fear to stop them because they know things won't be perfect, so they just don't do it. Maybe it's not even related to perfection for you, but let's generalize someone that is allowing fear to stop them is harming themselves emotionally. Let's give an example here for a second. If I had allowed fear to stop me three plus years ago and I never started the Kind Mind Project, I guarantee that right now I would be looking at all the people that I admire who have created successful podcasts and are doing the thing that they love and connecting with women around them in ways that I know I want in my life. How much resentment would I experience? How much FOMO (laughs) would I experience? Something would be missing for me. So if I had allowed fear to stop me, I would be wallowing in emotional self-harm right now. If you are allowing fear to stop you, you are setting yourself up to experience a whole lot of resentment later for the things that you know you want. You know you want them. And if fear is going to be the thing to stop you, you're not just going to magically stop wanting them. That's not just going to magically stop being something that you want to do or see or be a part of. That part won't go anywhere. But I promise you, the resentment will build. The resentment for not even trying. Not even knowing if it would have worked out or not. But letting fear be the boss. Another piece here that I am strongly, strongly guilty of. Is choosing to remain silent. Choosing to remain silent when we feel like we've been wronged, when we are upset about something, when we have an opinion, whatever it may be, but choosing to stay silent. A lot of times for myself and maybe you relate to this too, I find that it is moments when I'm trying to avoid conflict. When I'm trying to make sure that everyone else is happy and taken care of and I'm extremely conflict avoidant. So sometimes I choose to remain silent and that doesn't make the upsetting or anger related feelings go away. Nothing gets solved. I'm just protecting other people from experiencing it, therefore harming myself. Not cool, man. Not cool when we are actively seeking to change that belief about ourselves. The last one I initially thought not to put on this list, um, but it's one that I think you and I both need a little bit of a call out on. And that is the idea that we are harming ourselves emotionally when we're complaining about something without changing the pieces of it that we can control. Let me say that again. We are harming ourselves emotionally when we are complaining about something without changing what we can control. And I say this because one, we are depriving ourselves the opportunity for growth Right? But also, if we are not going to actively change the things that are in our control in that situation that we're complaining about, aren't we just setting ourselves up to experience it again? Aren't we just setting ourselves up to repeat the pattern? So not changing the things that you can control. I'm sure there are things in that situation that you complain about that are out of your hands. Right? I'm sure. And... I'm sure there are also things that you can do to better the situation. Listen, we all complain (laughs) at some point. We all find ourselves complaining sometimes. However, you need to ask yourself, am I actively doing my part to change those things that are in my control? Or am I complaining and hoping that it goes away and then repeating history. That is setting myself up for another emotional experience that might not even be needed. Could easily be changed if I took action in some way. Again, I don't mean to say that everything in that situation that immediately came to mind for you is in your hands. I don't, I don't mean to say that. But I do mean to say that it might be time for you to do some assessment on the things that are in your control. In that situation, and how you're going to alter them to better the outcome next time. Okay, so I realize that I threw a lot at you today, and if it felt like I was coming for you, I'm sorry. Know that it feels like I'm coming for myself too. But I feel like the the topic itself is one that we don't talk about enough. And it's one that easily goes under the radar because one, we're so used to doing it and two, we see the people around us doing it too. So we start to think, oh, this is just how it goes. This is just how it should be. Well, no, my dear, if you are judging yourself as harshly as you are, if you are not asking for what you need, if you are sharing with people that you know can't support you and allowing fear to stop you, what are you doing other than perpetuating this negative core belief that you can sit here and tell me, I I don't want to feel that way about myself. My dear, if that is true, these behaviors are reinforcing that. It's time to change them. I get the discomfort of asking for what you need. I, I get the discomfort of sharing with someone that you know is going to call you out on your crap i get the discomfort of checking yourself essentially and saying hey you know what i shouldn't judge myself this harshly i understand that that's a difficult conversation to have with yourself i get that it's difficult to speak up instead of remaining silent and avoiding conflict But if you're going to tell me that you want to change these beliefs that you have about yourself, then it's time to change these behaviors that we are so used to doing. Because the bottom line is this. If my behaviors, my day-to-day actions are not supporting the core beliefs that I am seeking to adopt in myself then I am gonna have zero evidence to go off of for that belief. Zero evidence to go off of. Right now we have a heck of a lot of evidence for that negative core belief that we're trying to change. But you need to create the evidence that that new core belief is true. Those previous behaviors supported the old belief. So now we need to instill new behaviors That will support this new one. I don't expect you to be comfortable. I don't expect you to do it perfectly all the time. But this emotional self-harm that we've been doing to ourselves. It's time to call ourselves out on it. It's time to call our friends out on it. Look, I hope that today's... Episode started a really important conversation for you. I also want you to know that I will happily continue that conversation. If you need that friend that is going to call you out on your own emotional self harm, I am ready to do that work with you. Starting in June, I will be opening up my one on one Voxer coaching. Opportunity. If that is something that you're interested in learning about, I would love to have a conversation with you. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at Emily and the Kind Mind and we will chat about what that coaching relationship might look like. But for now, I hope that this conversation sparks a change in behavior for you. My hope is that you engage in a one behavior this week that supports that new belief that you're hoping to have. I love you, my dear. I'll talk to you so, so soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay, but until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.